Welcome to the Morning Sky Show with Super Sly 75. You're listening to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. Sign up for OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on TheWakeUpRadio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. Give me one second, y'all. What is this? Instagram. Give me one second. Uh-oh, uh-oh, too loud, too loud. Uh-oh. Give me one second. Instagram. Instagram. That's Twitter. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, that's Twitter. This is IG. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're not raising any Kundalini's today. <laughs> we're not raising Kundalini today. Nope. This is a non-Kundalini raising episode today, rather. Yes, yeah, it's not gonna happen. This is not gonna happen. Hold up, just give me a moment. I have to send this to myself. I hope everybody had a good day today. I hope it went well and quickly and drama free. I hope everybody is, you know, in good spirits and all that good stuff. Right, all that positive affirmations. Did you guys say your positive affirmations to yourself this morning? You know, the whole I matter and you're smart and I can do anything. People like me. Do you like yourself? All that good stuff. Because it warms my heart to know that I still live in certain content creators' heads uh, rent free. Thank you for continuously thinking about me even though we don't talk about you or we don't mention you or you or your content is lacking. Thank you to all you guys that watch me from the clouds, ghost watchers and you ghost in the cloud ass idiots that still keep my name in your mouths. Pause. I thank you. Thank you to your silly subscribers that actually spend time and energy to come over here to watch me only to go back to report to your channel. What I say, make that make sense. You know what? Yes. Let me get petty for a hot second. A hot second. Turn this off. <clears throat> all right. All right. Yo, make that make sense. Make that make sense. If you're a content creator and you don't like me, you don't care for me. Right. And your subs are, are, are not, are in alignment with you. Why would they come over here to watch me? 
and then go back to your channel and say, well, Sly said this, Sly said that. How are you as a content creator okay with that? I'd be goddamn if y'all do me like that. I would never let y'all do me like that. Never. Why would you? <laughs> like, and it happens a lot over there, right? Like they break their necks. Yo, he said this. He said, that makes no sense. Yeah, you're, you know what? Yes, to all of you idiots that if you claim you don't like me and you're, your content creator daddy doesn't like me. And you come over here anyway to still watch me. Only to report back to them what I say. This is for you. not for me but yeah that makes no sense y'all it makes no sense but you know what i can't tell anybody how to run their channels because i sure as hell wouldn't want anybody to tell me how to run mine but it's it's beyond comical at this point like it's like what mentally is wrong with y'all and i'm not mad at those that you know hey that send me, give me a heads up and stuff. Cause I can't watch everything. Right. I, I appreciate those that give me a head up, heads up. Cause you know, it's, it's coming from a good, from a good place. Right. But I'm sitting there like, wow. Like dude, still be like, and I'm not, I'm not talking about Edward. <laughs> I'm not talking about little Eddie, even though I be, it, I go to Ed's, Ed's chat and he kicked me out and his people's always kicking me out. I just be coming there to say, Hey, what's up? See, see, Eddie, what Eddie will do is run the other people's channels. He'll be like, I never run from nobody. I ain't never ran from anybody. No, you only run to protected spaces. I'm getting off on a tangent, but little Eddie has never faced off against anybody on a neutral platform. He will always run to protected spaces. He runs to BGS. And then when BGS shut that stuff down, now he runs over to over there to who 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 does he run over there to? Art of Ibmore. Those goofballs. So he's always running to protected spaces. Okay, he never does. He never wants to do a, a, a straight up fair one. He'll never shoot the internet fair one. He never shoots the internet fair one. <laughs> Has anyone noticed that? Am I the only one that noticed that? Yeah, because BGS is, now, now you notice BGS also runs, that's what they do. What I'm not mad. Lames must protect lames. I get it. That, that's what you're supposed to do. If you're lame, your homie's a lame, your internet daddy's a lame, what y'all do is get together and create a space, a safe space for you guys to protect each other. Yeah, I get it. It makes sense. It's smart. That's what you're supposed to do. But please stop spouting off at the mouth like, I ain't never ran from nobody. I pull up, I pull up. You only pull up in these safe spaces with your lame brethren. You've never shot the internet fair one on a neutral site. Never. <laughs> Anywho, I'm off that. <clears throat> I'm off that. But shout out to those that, that watch and then re report back to your uh, 
to your, your, your content creators. It makes no sense to me, but your BGS is a whole incel nut. He a old incel nut. He's a whole, he's an old incel nut. So let me sh- give, shout out to everybody that's in the chat. Let me give you y'all, y'all, uh, your shout outs. Shout out to everybody. Once again, we're not, we're not raising Kundalini's today. Uh Oh, you hear feedback? No. Yes. Anybody hear feedback? No, no, no positivity. No, no, (laughs) no positivity today. No, 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 no. Okay. Now, how do I want to lead this off? What should I go? You know what? Let's, let's go with complainers. Let's go with complaining. Hollywood, uh, probably the most popular um, Hollywood actress, black actress is Viola Davis. But, and you know what? Detractors are cool because really you're not making any ways if you don't have detractors. And I mean, legit detractors, you know? So I, I, I accept it. I, I, I'm humbled by it because I don't deserve that type of energy and space in people's heads. But if you want me to live in your, in your, in your head rent free, I will continue to do so. I will continue to do so. My man, AM1, AM1 lives in other people's heads rent free. See, and AM1 is cool with people I don't care for. But guess what? I, I, I don't operate like that. Everybody is free to go and cavort and mingle with whomever. If you, that person gives you something that works for you, that's all that matters. I will never be like, yo, AM1, I saw you over there on that child molester's stream the other day. I would never do that. See, see, I'm not a hater. I would never, I would never tell AM1, yo, bro, you be over there in that child molester stream. I can't rock with you. I would never do that. I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't mess with the child molester. I let child molesters stay in child molesting lane. I don't, but if the child molester gives you information, and it's entertaining to you, then that's all that matters. My opinion doesn't matter. Okay? I'm not these dudes. I'm not these dudes. All right? No, no, no. I covered Jordan Neely yesterday. I, I covered Jordan Neely yesterday. No, A1, you good. No, A1, no, no, no. It's not about you, bro. You're good. You're good. I'm just making a point. No, no, no. Stop, stop, stop. Do not get it misconstrued. I fucks with AM1 hundred grand. If AM1 called me at three in the morning, bro, I need help. I would, I'm, I'm there. AM1 is my guy. AM1 is my guy. Legit. If he called me, I'm there. Okay? I'm like, just wait, wait, where? What? Just, you know, give me the time and place and I'm there. I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, I'll never, t- I don't tell folk, who to support, where to go, who entertains them. I never do that. Okay, because if you think about it, everybody has an issue with other content creators that we secretly be like, eh, you over there, huh? Okay, but it is what it is. It is what it is. But do not take my words out of context. A1 is my guy, 100 grand. I fucks with him. But I'm not going to tell him or you or anybody else who you should be, whose chat you should be in. I don't do that shit. 
All right. So A1 is legit. He's solid. Oh. 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 See, that's fair. That, yeah, that's a. Uh... You know what? I'm just going to text you, bro. I'm just going to text you. I'm just going to text you, bro. <laughs> I'm just going to text you. <laughs> I'm just going to text you and leave it at that. Once again, AM1 is my man 100 grand. All right. I will pick up a baseball bat if 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 he needs me to. All right. So don't do not get it misconstrued. That's my guy. That's my guy, okay? Even though he be running, that little Eddie be running from us. Like, little Eddie, we ain't trying to double team a tag team, you pause. You know what I'm saying? We're not trying to run down on you like the, the Legion of Doom. But, you know. I mean, obviously, if we were on the block, we, we, we would punk you every time we saw you walking down the street holding your mama's hand while she walked you to the bus stop. Yeah, I cleaned it up. I cleaned it up. My computer tripping, the video coming through distorted. Um, it's, it's not me. I paid my ECAM bill. It's not me. Matter of fact, let me put myself up on my phone. How do I look? Yeah, I look good. I'm crispy. I'm crispy. I'm crispy. All right. Okay. Now that we're off nonsense, we're off nonsense. Yeah, my video better. It better be fucking crispy. Yeah. All right. All right. Where we want to go? Do we want Keisha content? No, we'll save Keisha content for the very end. We'll save Keisha content for the very end. <laughs> Let me see. What is this? What, did, what video is this? No, we'll cover that in a minute. Uh, you know what? Let's get to this. I'm tired of hearing black Hollywood complain. I, I'm over it at this point. I'm over it. This is, a, this is all they do is complain. Yes, I will save the Keisha for, for late. Listen, the Keisha content I got, A1. You're not going to want to miss it, I promise you. It'll be worth the wait. My man Conspiracy. Another guy. If he calls me at 3 in the morning, if I, whatever weapons I got available, I'm coming to help, Okay. One of my other my other A ones, all right. Okay. <laughs> hey, oh shit! Ooh, dang. Hmm. You know what? Okay, hold up. Let me find the link to the info. And get a minute. All right. All right. All right. Speaking since, you know, we're talking Hollywood and, and, and the Writers Guild strike. And then SAG is in. Um, They've agreed to strike SAG-AFTRA. So that's the actors, the Screen Actors Guild. The PGA may strike. That, that's the Producers Guild. So this, this WGA writers strike 
may have a, a domino effect on the other guilds. Also, Ayatsi, shout out to Red Sings the Blues. Ayatsi has, they said they will, if they need to strike, they will also do the strike. All right. So this could be a serious domino effect if the writers don't get what they want. Okay. So let's go. Let's go. Here we go. Viola Davis complaining about Hollywood. All right. Of what a man is getting paid. They're getting paid, which is half of what a man is getting paid. Well, we get probably a tenth of what a Caucasian woman gets. And I'm number one on the call sheet. And then I have to go in and I have to hustle for my worth. I have more than a 30-year professional career. I had a friend who said, yeah, but Viola, your career is better than my career. I said, yeah, but you can't compare me to you. Because once again, I got the Oscar, I got the Emmy, I got the two Tonys. I've done Broadway, I've done off-Broadway, I've done TV, I've done film, I've done all of it. I have a career that's probably comparable to Meryl Streep, Julianne Moore, Sigourney Weaver. They all came out of Yale. They came out of Juilliard. They came out of NYU. They had the same path as me. And yet, I am nowhere near them. Not as far as money, not as, as far as job opportunities, nowhere close to it. They're getting... Ma'am, you, ha you have the EGOT, right? So in Hollywood, it's a term called EGOT. It's the Emmy. Oh, no, she doesn't have a Grammy. She's got the Oscar and the Tony. Did you, you, the white Hollywood has given you its highest accolades. White Hollywood, the same white Hollywood she's complaining about. The same white Hollywood has given her its highest accolades. So because Hollywood reminds you that you will never supplant the Caucasian woman in their industry, you still choose to work in said industry while they give you its industry's highest honors and accolades. This woman has an HBO series coming out with James Gunn called Waller, even though it's on, it's on hold now because of the strike, but whatever. All right, Viola Davis has been everywhere for the last five years, and you're still complaining. Bruh, make it make sense. So basically what you're saying is you're upset because the European-ran Hollywood casually reminds you of the pecking order. Yet, and still, you have won awards that a lot of white actresses will never win. So when you're so call sheet, those that get call sheets, that it goes in the order of the actress's desirability. So if number one on the call sheet, that means the director's like, I want her specifically for this role, right? So when you have to go hustle for what you're worth, that's your agent's job, right? That's what your agent is for. Yes. Yes. If Ari, if Ari Gold, I mean, if, if Ari Emanuel is, is her agent, are we having this discussion? Is she, is she having, is she complaining? Right. So 
Viola Davis. Let's take Viola Davis. Viola Davis is probably the most popular black actress in Hollywood right now. Margot Robbie is probably the most popular white actress right now. Margot Robbie is about to do the Fantastic Four movie. Okay. They will never put you over a Margot Robbie, even though Margot Robbie's films don't make no real money. Right. Even though Margot Robbie's films don't make any real money. And everything that Viola Davis is in turns to gold. Hollywood will never put you over Margot Robbie. Or, or how about Jenny Ortega? Jenny Ortega, Hollywood's new it girl. No, ma'am, there is a pecking order. So I, once again, this goes to show that black folk, because black men make the same, black actors make the same arguments, same complaints. Y'all don't want to do what the Africans did. You don't want to do what the, what the, what the Indians did. You don't want to do what the Russians did. You don't want to do what the Arabs did. You don't want to create your own Hollywood. The closest thing you got to black Hollywood is Atlanta. And that's the Chitlin circuit under Tyler Perry. I mean, it's a check. It's a check. Yeah. It's a check. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yo, listen, Margot Robbie can do no wrong. Her last few fl- films, Babylon flopped. Uh, she got the Barbie movie coming out. I don't know if this one is going to do anything. James Gunn's Suicide Squad didn't really move the needle like that. Um, what was the last movie she just did recently? So her last three films really didn't move the needle, but she's still Hollywood's it girl. Okay. Now she's in Marvel. Make it make sense. All right. Okay. See, but it, it, that, it'd be too easy to do that, AM1, because then that means no more white validation. That means, that means and here's, the, here's what no one wants to talk about. If your livelihood depends on black support, uh-uh, see, this is where it gets dicey. If, you're, if your livelihood, if, on, on, uh, if you had, if your products depend, depended on the business of, of, of black people, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Right. This is why a lot of these content creators in certain sectors get limited amounts of support versus their European counterparts. Their people, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Nollywood and uh, Bollywood. From the, you know, yeah, I'm live. I'm live. Yeah, 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 yeah. Think. Oh no. See, here we go with that. I, 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 I just, I just, I'm just saying. Uh, they using as an insult Hollywood black female tactic constantly get the most unattractive black women to insult us across the airwaves. I don't think Viola's ugly. She's not an ugly woman to me. 
Yeah, Margot's and yeah, big big blockbuster flops. Margot Robbie stays in big blockbuster flops. So you can imagine what she's doing behind the scenes to keep getting cast in these big budgeted movies. All right. Viola Davis doesn't have that that luxury. She can't do two flops in a row and still be number one on the call sheet. Right? Yeah, it was Suicide Squad, Babylon, and there was a third movie that didn't do so well either. But now she's got Barbie coming up over the summer. And um, like I said, she's been cast as Sue Storm for the Fantastic Four for Marvel. So once again, she stays winning even though her movies stay flopping. Right? Have you ever had Caucasian ice? <laughs> what? What? What do you mean? Yes. Don't make your, your products relying on color, folks. Exactly. Yes. Yes. She will be playing Sue Storm. Right? I, I believe white folk would. I, I think it would be, if she went the independent route, she would have to, man. There's no way blacks would, and 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 mass was supported to to the to the point where she could just be completely self sufficient all the time, you know what I'm saying? I could be wrong. Ten billion, thank you for the five hundred super chat for the white man's ice being colder. It's the coldest. Hey, no, you know what, J. Jermaine? Don't you hate when when black women be like, "You look like you sleep with white women." Like, what does that even look like? Like, has anyone ever been told about uh, by a black woman, "You look like"? You sleep with white women. What is that look? That shit threw me for a loop one time. Someone told me, Sly, you look like you, 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 you be with white women. I do. How? What does that even look like? <laughs> How? How? Yeah. Birds of Prey was trash. I like her as Harley Quinn, though. I, I think she perfectly, perfectly embodies the spirit of Harley Quinn. But, but when... This Joker 2 drops with Lady Gaga. Sheesh. They're about to re ret retcon that whole shit. I think once Joker 2 drops, I think moving forward, Lady Gaga will be the perennial um, Harley Quinn. And they're going to figure out a way to get Matt Reeves' Batman into, well, they've already implied it's another timeline. So technically, technically, Robert Pattinson's uh, Batman and, and the Joker are in some alternate timeline of the DCU multiverse. That's the only way they could really get Batman. It, it, it's, it's convoluted, y'all. It's convoluted. It's convoluted. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm Listen. Nick, I, I can't tell you how many times. See, see, over been, see, over got that look. Jay Jermaine got the look. Edmund Carter, you too look like you, you, you've <laughs> strangled a snow bunny. <laughs> Reds, I know you got some, some snow bunny bones in your closet. <laughs> so, um, well, they can't, they can't outright bring it in because it's, a, it's an else world. That's the term they, they use. It's an else world, which is an offshoot, another world, another version of it. You know, because in the flash, I believe as he's going through the speed force, there's images of, you have, um, Nicholas Cage's Superman. Cause remember back in the day, Nicholas Cage was supposed to be Superman. 
Everybody's seen the test footage of him in a suit. So there's an image of Nicolas Cage in the Speed Force fighting a robot. And then there's another Batman in the Speed Force. They cut Henry Cavill's appearance because he's supposed to be in the Speed Force in another alternate timeline. Uh, so that's how they kind of bring it together to a certain extent. So in the Speed Force, you can see any, any timeline pop up. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. I didn't mean to go on a on a Hollywood comic book rant. So, um, but you know what? Since we're talking Hollywood, this strike is. Well, I only slept with two white girls. See, it doesn't matter. You're branded for life, bro. You're branded for life. Once you sleep with one, that's it. Branded for life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keaton's is, 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 I mean, as far as in the alternate shots, when he goes through the speed force, you'll see alternate Batman, Batman and Superman. So you'll see Nick Cage as Superman in the flash while he's running through the speed force in one of the, in one of the scenes. Right. So yeah, the Joker would get washed by any DCE. <laughs> All right. So this writer's strike is real. It's real. Now I'm, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you the, the white writers. I need y'all to pay attention to the optics. There's the white writers, and then there's the black writers. I'm going to let them both speak their piece. Y'all tell me what y'all see. Let's go to the white writers first. I mean, because they're all picketing right now. But optics, y'all, optics. Let's go. Things are wrong in America, and we have the opportunity here to go and actually fix one of them with our collective action. Like, the Guild is asking me to come out here every day and picket for four hours. And if I do that, I can help stop Teamster trucks from going into that building, and we can halt productions. And that'll shorten the strike, and that'll make them come to the table, and that'll make them cut the workers in on their profits. And I get to actually move the boulder of how fucked up things are in America by showing up here with a sign. That's incredible. How many issues are there that you care about that you would like to do something about, but there's nowhere you can show up with a sign to do it? You can't show up with a sign to climate change. You can join, you can go join Sunrise Movement and stuff like that, right? But like, you don't have, we don't get these opportunities often in life to step up and actually fucking do something. And it's incredible. It's incredible. So that, that's how I try to look at it, you know, and there's going to be moments out there where it's going to be hot in the middle of July. If we're going that long, it's going to rain on Thursday and we're going to be out here and we're going to be like, I don't feel like doing it today, but, um, you know what, if we didn't do this, things would just be worse. It would be worse to not have a career as a writer at all. So to, I, I, the way I look at it is I come out here and I try to like really focus on what a fucking amazing opportunity this is to make a difference. Yo, I'm not a writer and I'm fired up, okay? I'm not a writer and even I'm fired up. This brings back memories of when my dad, I've already told the story, anywho. Um, so before I get to the black writers, let me do this real quick. Angela makes a good point, but here's the thing, Angela, contracts expire. So contracts have to be renewed and renegotiated every however many years they agree. So, yes, you're going to keep going through this. You're going to go through this. And, and after they negotiate this next contract, once the streaming numbers go through the roof over the next five or six years, they got to come back to the table and say, we want more money from the streaming revenue. So, yes, contracts are always renegotiated every so many years. So, yes, you're going to keep going through this. It's That's just the course of life. Um, 
Siova. Um, so yeah, Blade. Listen, you should be very worried for Blade. Now they they're supposed to start shooting next month. They brought in a brand new writer to work on the script, and now he can't work on the script because they're on strike. So what does that mean? That means Feige's gonna have to push Blade back again. Blade is gonna be trash. Now the guy they're bringing in, um, for what from all what is being said, he does good work. He does great work. But I, I'm over Blade, man. Now let's get to the, the to the Black Riders. Y'all tell me what y'all see. Okay, y'all tell me what y'all see. <laughs> I ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> Do y'all feel seen by these studios? Um, no. <laughs> I mean, I think they see us right now as a gig economy, and this is a career. This is an art. Without us, there is no Tony Soprano, no Olivia Pope, no Kinderoy, no Chevroy, none of that. Um, they act like they're making cars or they're making toothpaste. They're making art, and you need human beings to make art. You need human beings to work. 18-hour days to put in all this energy and all we're asking for is to be to be cut into our fair share if you're gonna make money off of my work just cut me a slice of the pie yeah. like they've been doing for the past 50 years now maybe I'm wrong did, did y'all see a difference I, I don't want to sway anybody's opinion but did y'all see the difference between the white male writer and the black Male writers, yes or no? Blade's gonna be trash. I don't care how good this guy they bring in is. Blade is trash. It's going. Listen, Mahershala already threatened to leave once. You understand? Mahershala already threatened to walk off the project once. Blade's gonna be trash. Thank. See, over. Oh, thank you for the five hundred super chat. After all the Marvels, all MCU projects are going to be on hold till Jonathan Majors get recast and strike is over. You know what? He has court this week. Jonathan Majors has court this week. And I just watched Quantumania for the first time. That was garbage. And I, everyone was like, oh, Jonathan Majors played an awesome king. <sighs> I'm not going to be sad if they recast him. I'm not going to be sad if they recast Jonathan Majors as, as King. I would not. From what I watched last night. Eh, I mean, he was the best thing about the movie, but that, and that's not saying much. Uh Oh, there we go. Cinnamon strike. Cinnamon strike. I can't, I, I hate y'all right now. I hate y'all. Damn Nick and his cinnamony. Slight difference. So I'm not tripping. So I wasn't tripping. So I wasn't tripping. All right. So if y'all see it, then I saw it too. The energy was different. You know what I'm saying? The energy was different. Yeah. The energy was different. Premium, what's happening? Major performance uh, was was the only good, it was the only good thing, and the movie was garbage, and I wasn't like blown away by his performance. Like, okay, I get it, you know. But is he a very short range actor? Um, 
I would say no. Now I've I've been on Jonathan Major since White Boy Rick. So you're gonna have to go back all the way to White Boy Rick and watch everything up until then. I don't think he ha- he's short range. And the way they were praising um magazine dreams, um, and then he was supposed to cat and then he, they initially cast him to play Rodman, that's not short range casting. That shows that he has great emotional range when it comes to that to the acting so i would not say he the roles these roles that he had coming up not short range roles at all like he was gonna have to dig deep for, for these characters you know yo the marvels marvels are gonna flop guardians will do decent um the embargo was, was lifted so the reviews are coming back pretty good tracking at 130 you know, so Marvel's not dead in the water just yet, but the Marvels will flop. Nobody wants to see the Marvels. Nobody cares about Monica Rambeau and and uh, the Marvel girl and that little the little Marvel girl. I didn't even watch that the Marvel Ms. Marvel series. I didn't even watch that shit. I'm like, I don't watch this. So the Marvels will flop. Jonathan's overhyped. Okay, okay, okay. And listen, Nick then ruined the word cinnamon for me. Like, every time I see Cinnamon Toast Crunch, I'd be like, fucking Nick. Don't ruin it for me. Right? Is that all? Is that why it's all entertainment saucy as hell? See, I I just asked, did anybody see a difference? I just asked if, yeah, even, uh, yeah, Michael K. White, when he played Chalky in Boardwalk Empire. Great range, but he's forever going to be known as Omar. The gay thug that liked light-skinned men. Right? All of, all of Omar's boyfriends in The Wire were light-skinned and very effeminate femboys. Right? Omar liked light-skinned femboys. <sighs> Is he the new Jamie Foxx? Oh, not if this this court shit don't go the way it's supposed to. Yeah, nobody watching Ms. Marvel. Captain Marvel made a bill just off the strength of everything else, but that's not going to happen again. You know? Um, do I think the Flash would do? Yes. Listen, Ezra is, is staying put. I don't care what no one's. I don't care what John Campion says. I don't care what Yellow Flash says. I don't care what, what one of them white, none of them white dudes say. Ezra is staying. I don't care what James Gunn says. Ezra's staying. He's going to, they're not going to recast Ezra as the Flash. He's staying. He's staying. This movie will make, if it makes anything over $700 million, it, that's a win. Now, even though the budget was stupid, crazy, they would have to make about $800 million to make the money back. But just the, uh, the buzz on this movie, uh, the nostalgia factor for it, if it makes anything over $700 million, Ezra stays. Ezra stays. But yeah, I can't look at Cinnamon Toast Crunch the same. Thank you. Let's all thank Nick Taylor for making us look at Cinnamon Toast Crunch like, right, we give it the rock's eyebrow. Or, or we see, if we see the Cinnamon Toast Crunch commercial and we're just like, really? <laughs> what? What did he do? What, bro, where you been? This, yo, Ezra out here was out here choking choke slamming women 
out here kidnapping kids for grooming. Are you kidding me? This dude should be in jail. <laughs> what? What do you mean? What did he do? You know what? I, I got you. I got you. Let's look up what all he did. Let's look up what all Ezra Miller was doing the last two years. This man was out here living the wildest life, living like a damn felon. <laughs> Ezra <laughs> Miller <laughs> crimes. <laughs> this motherfucker was out here doing the most. Okay. This is all what he did. Wait, wait, come on. Don't do this to me. No, I'm not. A, no, I'm not. A, I don't want to sign in. Don't do this. Come on. Come on. Ah, damn it. All right. We'll go somewhere else then. Not a problem. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, get, what is this? Get this out of here. Whoop. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. The timeline. Let's get to the timeline. All right. Here we go. Here we go. You ready? June 2011. Ezra charged with marijuana possession. That's nothing, right? That's nothing. This was 2011. All right. 2020, 2020, <laughs> a video surfaced online of Miller appearing to, to choke a woman at a bar in Reykjavik, Iceland, uh, that the, the incident was a serious altercation at the bar and that Miller was escorted off the premises as a result. Okay. Um, the woman from the clip shared her side of the story, saying that her banter with the actor about getting into a fight was meant as a joke, but her best friend appeared to antagonize the situation when he told Miller that he heard the actor didn't want to fight. My friend didn't have to say that. It was just a joke, obviously, but Miller took that literally and got super mad and came running outside. January 2022, uh, he delivers a cryptic message to the KKK. He says, look, if y'all want to die, I suggest <laughs> I suggest offering yourselves with your own guns, okay? Otherwise, keep doing exactly what you're doing right now, and you know what I'm talking about. Then you know we'll do it for you if that's what you really want. Talk to you soon, okay? Bye. Okay? Now, here's what the, the bad, this is the, the worst one. All right? So, March 28th, Miller was arrested and charged with disorderly conduct and harassment over their alleged involvement in two separate incidents that happened at a karaoke bar in Hawaii. All right, Miller began yelling obscenities and at one point grabbed the microphone from a 23-year-old woman singing karaoke and later lunged at a 32-year-old man playing darts. The bar owner asked Miller to calm down several times. That April, the actor pleaded no contest to the disorderly conduct charge uh, in court via Zoom, after which the judge sentenced Miller with a $500 fine. The judge also dismissed the two additional charges against Miller with prejudice including a harassment charge from the same incident and a separate traffic obstruction related complaint. Now, here we go. March, 2022. Hey, two Hilo residents filed a temporary restraining order against Miller, claiming that Miller harassed and threatened him. The complaint alleged that Miller burst into the bedroom of the petitioners and threatened the alleged male victim by saying, I will bury you and your slut wife. The document also claimed that Miller stole some of the alleged victim's personal belongings, including a social security card, wallet, passport, driver's license, and bank cards. Two weeks later, the restraining order case was dismissed by a judge per the couple's request. That means Warner Brothers cut them a check. Let's continue. April 2022, Ezra Miller is arrested on a second-degree assault charge. On April 19th, after being found 
during a traffic stop at the intersection of Highway 130 and Kukulu Street in uh, Kio, Hawaii. During the course of their investigation, police determined that the individual, later identified as Ezra Miller, became irate after being asked to leave and reportedly threw a chair, striking a 26-year-old female on the forehead, resulting in an approximate half-inch cut. Now, this is the one that got everybody upset. All right. According to court documents filed on June 7th in Standing Rock Sioux Tribal Court, Indian folks, right? And obtained by people. Uh, let's see. Okay. Attorney and activist Chase Iron Eyes and his pedi- uh, pediatrician wife, Sarah Jumping Eagle, claimed that Miller had been manipulating and controlling their daughter, Dakota Iron Eyes, who uses she, they pronouns and goes by Gibson since the two met at Standing Rock Reservation in North Dakota back in 2016. But here, and I'll point out where it gets dicey. The parents claimed that Miller groomed their child from the age of 12 after taking an immediate and apparent parent liking, innocent liking to them, adding that Miller exhibited a pattern of corrupting a minor, allegedly drugging their child over the years and displaying cult-like behavior and psychological manipulative controlling behavior. Gibson later issued a statement on Instagram downplaying her parents' concerns and sharing that Miller has only provided loving support and invaluable protection. I am now aware of the severity of emotional and psychological manipulation I was made to endure while in my parents' home. I am an adult and I deserve to feel authority in my own body. Now, what they don't tell you is at the age of 12, Ezra flew her and her parents out to a premiere overseas. And then the parents let the girl stay with Ezra. That's what they don't tell you that part. Okay. And then here we go again, June, 2022. Uh, shortly after chase iron, uh, iron eyes and Sarah jumping Eagles court filing, another parent saw legal action following an incident with Miller. According to the daily beast, a mother from Greenfield, Massachusetts, and her child, now 12, were granted a temporary harassment prevention order against Miller after they alleged that the actor menaced their family one evening in their downstairs neighborhood neighbor's home and acted inappropriately toward the minor. The actor de- deactivated their Instagram account shortly after he temporary, the temporary harassment prevention order was granted. Okay, back again. August 2022. Miller was accused of burglarizing a home in Vermont where they allegedly stole several bottles of alcohol. After looking at surveillance footage and taking statements, police said they had a probable cause to charge Miller with the offense of felony burglary into an unoccupied dwelling. The actor was later summoned to attend a court hearing in Vermont for September 26th. And here we go. I mean, do I need to keep going? But let's continue. August 2022. Miller was housing a 25-year-old woman and her three kids who ranged in age from one to five years old at the actor's Vermont farm. Uh, Vermont State Police tried to serve an emergency care order to the woman in August, requiring the kids be taken away from the home in her care. Miller, however, told them the mother and her children left two months ago and hadn't been back since. In court documents viewed by the publication, uh, Vermont State's attorney office reportedly said Miller's response could have could have been to evade the emergency care order and that the information about them began uh, be, being gone that long contradicts information they had. Okay. Here we go again. August, 2022. 
Uh, let's see. Miller publicly addressed the recent troubling behavior in a statement to people having recently gone through a time of intense crisis. I now understand that I am suffering complex mental health issues and have been uh, begun ongoing treatment. I want to apologize to everyone that I have alarmed and upset with my past behavior. I am committed to doing the necessary work to get back to a healthy, safe and productive stage in my life. October, he pled not guilty to the burglary. January this year, he pleads guilty to misdemeanor and begins one year probation. Pleaded guilty to a lesser charge in agreement with prosecutors to drop two charges, including the felony burglary and petty uh, larceny, which were dismissed without prejudice, meaning the case is closed if the year long probation is not violated. All right. Leave that story alone. (laughs) Now, this is all what Ezra Miller did. Now, people tend to forget Ezra Miller is a descendant of them people. This is why when I see people trying to make the comparison to Ezra and Jonathan Majors, I'm like, it's not even, don't even waste your time trying to compare the two because Ezra Miller is a descendant of them people for one. And for two, the flash, he shot that movie two years ago. They shot that movie two years ago. All right. And as of right now, they make an Ezra sit down. Ezra has not been booked for anything at this point. Jonathan Major still has two movie offerings on the table, Spike Lee and then something else. Right. So right now, Ezra is sitting the fuck down. Cannot compare the two. They're not the same. So when I see black content creators and they're like, oh, Jonathan, it's not the same, bro. They're like, why does Ezra Miller still have a job? Ezra Miller shot The Flash two years ago. Find me the project he's been cast in since then. They're making, they're putting him on ice for now. He does not have a job. He's not even on the promo tour. tour. Have you seen Ezra Miller on the promo, t- promo tour for, for The Flash? The movie comes out in June. Has anyone seen Ezra Miller with the other actors on, on tour? Okay. Right. They, they, they gave, they, Warner Brothers gave uh, Ezra the Vinnie Chase treatment. Sit your ass down. Sit down. Ezra going to be all right. Ezra going to be all right. <laughs> you forget, he, you know, he did the three Fantastic Beasts movie. Now, if they're going to, I'm not sure if they may, they may do a number, another one, number, part four. Not sure. Because technically his character did die, right? He died in the last one. Hey. Can't listen to me. Yeah, I believe his character died. He was poisoned. And, oh, no, no, no. He was poisoned, but then he lived. He went to go be with his father. That's right, because Ezra's character in Fantastic Beasts the whole time thought his daddy was dead and his daddy was a magician or, or whatever, and come to find out years later, his daddy never died and the mama lied to him. Okay, okay, never mind. I'm, I'm going off on a tangent. Sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. Okay. Yes, the powers of Shalom. All right, all right, okay. So, let's continue on how this uh, strike will affect you. If you are a content consumer, if you're fans of any of these shows, everything's on halt. So basically what the writer's strike is in a nutshell is, uh, nope. Okay. So basically in a nutshell, 
whatever projects were currently being written, you have to stop writing. Okay, if you did, if you haven't had your projects already turned in by the time they went on strike, it doesn't get done. So if you've ever been on a movie set, TV, TV set, um, the writers are always pretty much on set. When they, if they had to make last minute changes, last minute adjust, adjustments, rewrite this part, rewrite that part. So when they turn in the script, that's not always the, the end of the script. Like directors will bring the writers back in on set if this subplot doesn't flow this narrative is too long they'll rewrite shit on the fly if need be that all stops that all stops so if you didn't have your project already turned in you can't submit you have to stop writing and then if a movie is in production whatever shots scene selection they already have if they need to redo or need you to come in and rewrite you cannot come in and rewrite that's what it is. Exactly. Pencils down. Yeah, you take the you take the uh the test, right? The scantron. And when she says pencils down, that's it. Alright. Yeah, it's never the final draft. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my god, Rings of Power was trash. I've I only got through one episode. I only got through one episode, you know? Yeah, Ezra gonna be alright, y'all. Don't worry about Ezra. He's going to be all right. So let's get into what shows are that you like are going to be affected by this strike right now. So all the late, all the late shows, all the late shows, um, Comedy Central, Daily Show, all that good stuff. HBO, Real Time, Bill Maher, uh, Tonight Show, Late Late Show, Jimmy Kimmel, all done. They're all going to be running reruns. They're all running reruns. They go dark. It's called going dark. That means they're going to run reruns. All right. Abbott Elementary. Abbott Elementary for season three. Let's go. Let's see. We what are about. demanding that this industry be one that can sustain a career. Uh, it's sort of a, as simple as that. We have a consistently profitable business. Before I let her finish, do y'all see the optics on black writers? Right. You you under do you wonder why Lena Waith keeps getting writing gigs? If you don't know who Lena Waith is, I'll I'll show you. Do you understand why Lena, women like Lena Waith keep getting writing gigs? And she's horrible. If you watch The Shy, it's horrible. That's a trash-ass show. The Shy is a trash show. They don't expect you to think. They don't want the black folk, the black audience to think very much. Lena, anything Lena Waith is attached to is trash. But we'll go through her credits in a minute. That's a one. Yeah, see? Now you've seen it. Okay, yeah. Manny Fresh Writers. Let's continue. Let's continue. Let's continue. But right now, the actions of the studios are ones that seem like they only care about Wall Street. Uh, they're chasing a rabbit they're never going to catch. And in that pursuit, they're running over the workers of this industry. So explain exactly how it works. You know, people watch these TV shows and movies nonstop, but really have very little idea of what goes into making them uh, and why exactly streaming has, well, you talk about creating a gig economy. Explain what you mean. So the studios have devalued our contributions. Um, they have shifted the industry to prioritize streaming while not following that up with the actions of making sure that our pay reflects those changes. Okay, let me stop her there. 
this is why Scarlett Johansson sued Disney. Okay. Because she knew streaming was going to be the next big thing. We were all like, we all agreed that streaming at some point was going to replace the movie theaters. Right. And I still stand by that. It's taking a little bit longer, but when, uh, what's it? Black Widow came out. She sued Disney because Disney not only released it in theaters, but they also released it on Disney plus. And Scarlett was like, had you not, uh, released it on Disney plus the movie could have made a billion dollars. Now, listen, black widow was not going to make a billion dollars. Black widow, black widow would have made a billion dollars 10 years ago. Okay. Had they released black widow 10 years ago, seven years ago would have easily made a billion dollars, but not, not now, but she sued Disney. She's, she said, nah, cut me the streaming check. They settled, they cut her a check. That's what that was all about. So the writing was already on the wall. She was the first one to say, no, nah, this is going to be a problem. You, y'all need to pay us the streaming money. This is one of the reasons why they're on strike right now. Okay. All right. So let's get, let her finish. Um, a lot of the ways that writers are able to sustain a career are through residuals. That means that we're taking uh part in that profit participation when a show gets re-aired or a show gets sold or a movie gets aired, that's when we get a little bit of that pie. And the amount of the pie that we're getting in streaming is almost non-existent. And talk about the various streaming companies, who you are actually negotiating with. Name names. Uh, well, there's Hulu, uh, Peacock, HBO Max, Paramount Plus, Disney Plus, Apple TV Plus, <laughs> a lot of pluses, uh, Netflix and Amazon, I believe are the, the big ones. And explain the position they're taking. Uh, I mean, they're taking the position of rejecting our proposals and refusing to make a counter. Uh, with all of our major proposals, that is the feedback that we've gotten thus far. They have forced us to go on strike by not engaging. They sort of have said, we do not care that you all can no longer make a career in this industry. Uh, they just want to continue to get as much work out of us for the least amount of money. Um, I think that that's not something that's unique to our industry. Um, it's something that has been happening and will continue to happen. And uh, we're standing up to it. We have to take a stand or there won't be television writers anymore. They will negotiate us out of existence. And Brittany, explain how the networks are connected to the streaming services. It's not two entirely separate spheres. Yeah, so the studios all own these services. I mean, they came up with it. Writers didn't come up with these streaming services. They came up with them. Um, that is a large part of the profit that they are now bringing. Excellent point, Siova. Excellent point. Yeah, so um, you'll, you'll know if they do a, a same date, date release. If they either do a same day, date and release, that means the studio doesn't have confidence in the movie, or if they move it from the theaters and pull it straight to streaming then you know the movie's not is going to they, they, they're worried about it that's what they did with, with uh with halloween the last halloween it was same day and date because they knew this shit was going to piss a lot of people off and the movie didn't do too good and the fans hated that that last halloween movie so anytime uh, blue beetle was supposed to be on hbo max but the execs loved blue beetle so now blue beetle gets a theatrical release i'm not 
sold on it doing well in the theaters. I think they should have left it on HBO Max. I had no desire to go see Blue Beetle. I don't give a fuck. You know, but the studio heads think it can make some money at the theaters. I don't think it's going to do, it's not going to do well because whew, people are still mad about Henry Cavill. Um, that old Warner Brother regime has left, left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. I think um, Blue Beetle will suffer at the, at the box office. I think Aquaman 2 will suffer greatly at the box office. They're already talking about, they're already doing, we're trying to do reshoots for Aquaman 2. Nobody's happy with that. The last, the only movie that I see from the, the Snyderverse doing well is The Flash. After that, moving forward, n- no. And then, God forbid, that young man who they cast to play Superman for James Gunn and Superman's legacy, I pray for that young man. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're, they're going to eviscerate that kid. <laughs> they're going to eviscerate that kid online. I hope whoever they cast for Superman Legacy has a strong mental will that kid's going to get excoriated online and you better hope that movie makes more than man of steel all right i'm sorry let's continue bringing in um and they continue to invest in these services so you know every three years you probably hear these studios crying poor and behaving as if they're like these mom and pop businesses while they rake in billions and billions of profits um but they are the ones who caused this shift and so they should be responsible for uh paying the workers that are now providing the product that they continue to turn out and put on these streaming services fairly In March, you shared a graph of writers working at MBA minimum. MBA stands for Minimum Basic Agreement. Talk about the problems with compensation in your industry, especially for writers of color like yourself. You also tweeted, our minimum wage has become our ceiling. Yes. So, it used to be that, uh, I think, 10 years ago, a third of writers were working at that at that baseline, and now half of all writers are working at that baseline. TV writer pay has fallen uh, 23% when you adjust for inflation. Um, so it's it's really affecting every writer, from staff writer all the way up to showrunners. Um, it, it's a, a product of this corporate cannibalization and are decreased, not even just stagnant wages, are, are making it impossible for anyone to put a career together. Can you talk about what happens next? I mean, for people who watch TV, the late-night shows will now go to tape. You had people like Colbert um, and others expressing support for the Writers Guild of America. Colbert is a member of the Writers Guild of America, showing pictures of all the writers, saying, we can't do it without them. So what happens now as you take to the streets, as you take to the picket line today across the country? Yeah, writers are the backbone of this industry. Uh, Nothing gets made without us. Um, And I think that the studios will be in for quite a rude surprise uh, when they realize that though they do not value us or our contributions, um, they do not have a product without us. Uh, We will be at the studios protesting. We're not protesting. Okay. For now, she's right. Five years from now, when this AI thing is popping, Chat GPT is popping. Here's what people need to understand with Chat Chat GPT. Guess what? Um, <laughs> it's the write the writing credit, right? You don't have to credit anybody if you use Chat GPT for a screenplay. 
right? If you if you use Chat GPT to write your show, guess what? You don't have to pay anybody residuals. You understand? You don't have to give anybody any credit. That's less monies you have to pay out to write to human writers. This is why the the Chat GPT thing is so worrisome, especially for screenwriters. Um, you know, they're now they're talking about you know. Could directors be replaced by by AI? Yeah, in theory, yeah. Um, shout out to Jay Jermaine for the seven on the cash app. What did he say? This was hilarious. I mean, wait, Jay Jermaine said, "Let me find what the fuck he said." He said, "For my internet deleted me, pimp in distress." Paper <laughs> All right, let's get back to uh, Brittany protesting picketing um and you know joining each other in solidarity so that we can all go through this as a guild we are committed to making sure that all of our writers you know make it to the other side of this because we know there will be another side because we know we're going to win uh there's there is no industry without writers we are the only generative people in this industry everything else is a is uh you know, based on what is on that page. And if we're not putting anything on that page, there's nothing that anyone else can can do. Can you talk about the shows that will be affected, or is it everything across the board? And how does this affect the later season, which, of course, is going to put a lot of pressure on the uh, producers, um, the people who are demanding these shows? And what happened with deadlines? Did they move them up to get shows written before the strike? Yeah, that was up to each individual writer how much they were going to deal with people looking to have the the materials turned in um, by yesterday. Uh, and you know a lot of people wanted to turn their stuff in because then you know if you complete your assignment, then then they have to pay you even though we'll be on strike, you will have completed your contract. Um, so there was a lot of pressure on writers and you know, that shows exactly what our labor is worth. When we withhold our labor, people panic. People were scared that there wasn't going to be anything in the pipeline to go out and create, and that's true. Um, we are going to continue to withhold our labor, and that means everything from not taking meetings to not putting anything in that pipeline to not showing up for work, and that means that shows might get delayed. I mean, Abbott Elementary was supposed to go back to the room this week. Uh, we are a show that writes while we air, and so if this strike goes on for a significant period of time, our show will not come out on time, and that could change the amount of episodes, which people, I'm sure, will be very upset about. It could change the air date. It could change a, a lot of different things, because there just will not be things going into that pipeline. There will not be us participating in any thing that will bring profit to this industry, and that is going comments. to cause a disruption. That's what comments. we're counting on. We're trying, to, we're trying to learn something and be educational. Y'all talking about she shows up with size eight Timberlands and Columbia's. I hate y'all right now. I hate y'all right now. Oh, oh my gosh. She Hulk was the worst, bruh. Oh, so the shows that are currently be, will be affected are is like 21 shows basically, but big mouth Cobra Kai, right? These are the writers for Cobra Kai. I only see one brother. Yeah, I see one brother. So they only got one brother that helps to write on Cobra Kai. But then if I think about it, Cobra Kai is pretty much Mayo. Okay, let's continue. Let's continue. Uh, the Good Omens. 
if you if you watch that show, Gutfeld, House of Dragons is safe. House of Dragons, all their episodes have been turned in. They go to pre-production later on this year. Okay, so they're good to go. Thank God, because I need my my European Viking Victorian medieval shit on time. Okay. Uh MTV Movie Awards. Uh Rap Shit. Rings of Power. Yay. No one's gonna miss that. Uh SNL, The Talk. Yellow Jackets on Showtime. If you're a fan of that show where the women, the young women plane crash had to eat each other and survive. Lord of the Flies. It's a female Lord of the Flies. For those that haven't seen it. Alright. So those are just a little bit of the movies or TV series that are currently being uh, on on a pause. Also, like I said, Blade, anything that's in pre-production or hasn't had the script turned in, it's paused. And definitely Blade is one of them. All right? Okay. Now let's go to Lena Waithe. Let's see Lena Waithe's credits. And y'all tell me if, you know, whatever content she has. Oh, my God. Oof. Oh, boy, boy. Let's go to INDB. Let's see what all she's... They let her play in. Let's let's see all her credits. Let's see all of her credits. She's had one primetime Emmy. I don't care about all that. Okay. Wait, wait. So these are all the awards she's won. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, so... Going back to 2017, Black Real Awards for Television, Dear White People, The Shy, Master of None, um, Ready Ready Player One, MTV Movie Award. That was a good movie though. But I think she played. Oh, she played the the black guy. Remember Ready Player One? That's a Spielberg movie. But everyone everyone had their gaming avatar. She played it was the big buff black guy, and then come to find out it was her. I was like, oh, okay, so that's how you really see yourself. Gotcha. Uh, Women's Film Critics Circle Award for Queen. Oh yeah, she helped. She helped write Queen and Slim. Yeah, that was a trash movie. Um, best original screenplay for that. La 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 la. Gold Derby, Chicago Indie Critics. She's not from Chicago. She's from like Evanston. Let's let's not play these games. She's from Evanston or some shit like that. That's not Chicago. Club Fortune. You know, my man. We know where Evanston's at. <laughs> Everston is nowhere near Chicago. That's the complete north side, north north. That's the home of Northwestern University, right? She she won some queer tees. Uh, Gracie Allen Awards, Film Independent Spirit Awards, Gotham Awards, Astro Strato, blah, blah 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 blah. Okay, let's get back to her credits. Oof. Listen, ladies, I, I I have no issues with lesbians, but can y'all please make it make sense why y'all choose to go with women that try to impersonate men? I, I, that will never, ever make sense to me. Never. All right. Let's see all her credits. Let's see all her, her writing credits. I care about the writing. I don't care about the acting. So writing credits starts with mm, how to rock. M.O. Diaries, Hello Cupid. Oh, Bones. She was a staff writer on Bones. Okay, okay. And then she got her real shot with Queen and Slim. That was trash. 
Girls Room is trash. Boomerang series trash. Master of None never watched it. 20s never watched it. Beauty was trash. The Shy is trash. Kim never watched Kim. So, I mean, hey, man, it, I'm not here to tell you what, what to be entertained by. Queen and Slim was trash. Yeah, it's not even considered. <laughs> My man, pre- yeah, we know. That's what I'm saying. It's not even considered part of the poll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, Evanston has some of the highest uh, home prices in the state of Illinois, right? Evanston is, there's there's not too many broke people in Evanston, you know? See, yeah, 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 yo, because you live, you actually live there. Okay, yeah, it's a hell of a drive. Listen, from Lakeshore Drive all the way, all the way, shing, shing, right? 57, uh, what? 50, 57 turns into what? Going, going up through, oh my God, 57 turns into what, 90 or 94? 94, 94 north to Wisconsin? Y'all correct me because it's been a minute since I made that drive up there like that. I really drive north of, of north of Chicago like that. Okay, so that's Lena Waithe. I don't even know how I got to talking about her, but I totally forgot. But that is basically the Writers Guild strike uh, in a nutshell. And once again, you have the SAG-AFTRA, which is the Screen Actors Guild. They are they have agreed to go on strike if need be. Also, Ayati, that's that's the guys that put the sets that builds the sets together. Guys like Red Sings the Blues, their union has also agreed to strike if need be. So this could be a huge trickle down effect. Also, the PGA, the Producers Guild of America, has also agreed to go on strike if need be. All right. Okay. She like, she look like Jay-Z's little brother. That's funny. All right. Where do I go from here? Where do I go from here? Okay, writers. Oh, you know what? Since we're talking movies, since we're talking movies, my final movie reference. Now, remember I was talking about Boss Logic? (laughs) Remember, I was talking about the uh, the graphic designer, Boss Logic. He does all of the uh, the poster work, the artwork, the promo work for Marvel and some DC films, right? He's a big dog. Everybody knows who Boss Logic is because he does the poster work, right? Remember my issues with him with the uh, the whole international poster for uh, Spider-Man into, uh, across the universe? And I... <sighs> now, I was correct. He is Latino. Now, the running joke is, you know, these young guys that sit behind computers all day and don't get out have a certain look or stereotype to them, right? Every time we watch the computer genius in a movie, he's always in the basement and always in the dark. He has five or six monitors, but he can hack into anybody's mainframe. And he's always a little fat, pudgy, chubby kid. Right? He looks like he doesn't, he doesn't, he hasn't been with a woman. Now, this is nothing personal against Boss Logic, but y'all know where I'm going with this, right? Y'all, y'all know where I'm going with this, right? This is Boss Logic. That is Boss Logic. This is the guy that does all of the, the pretty much all the Marvel posters and some DC posters. I follow him on IG. Phenomenal work phenomenal work 
But this is what he looks like, y'all. This is what he looks like. Are you surprised? Are you shocked? Are you shocked? What are we coming to watch? The guy is Galaxy Free. I kind of got a feeling they're going to X some people. I got my trusty hoodie so I can cry in the cinema. I think there's going to be a sad death if I'm being honest with you. Predictions on the movie? Shout out Groot, you're the boys. I didn't say shout out, man. He said predictions. Yeah, Groot. Shout out. We just got out of the movie. I... Let me check my phone. Let me, let me check my phone. Let me check my phone. <laughs> let me check my phone. Is anybody surprised? Is anybody surprised? I absolutely loved it. Did I cry? Yes, many times. There's some stuff in the movie that I wish turned out better. Like I wish they did more stuff with Adam Warlock. But I love this. Once again, shout out to Boss Logic. He is a big dog. He is the go-to guy for, for a lot of these major movies. For their poster work. For their promo work. He's a big dog. Literally, oh my god, Brian, he just he said he's still over. I can't with you right now. Y'all so goddamn mean. End off. I love what they did. I love what James did with the ending. It's actually one of my favorite out of the series. I kind of like Rocket the most in the MCU now. He's like my favorite character now. Go check it out. My favorite scene was the slow mo scene where um, Groot deep throws the enemies. Vin character. He had a chance to stop. We are family. When Adam walked, his mom died. We thought he was going to go like super. Sam the Wise, that's funny from Game of Thrones. That is funny. Funny. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He's Once again, shout out to Boss Logic. I, I love your work, bruh. I have nothing against you. You need to get it together, though. Same. It sounds evil, but someone needs to do that. Rating. Solid eight. I loved it. 7.5. Probably seven and a half. Eight. Yeah, I'll give it eight. Eight and a half. I'll give it eight. That is boss logic. All right. All right. Okay. No more movie stuff. Oh no. One more movie related item. I've been on for an hour and a half. Holy shit. I'm cooking today. I might make this three hours. One more movie related item news. And then we will move on to other stuff. I promise you ready. Now, once again, I, I am a movie head and I'm, I was excited. And then now well, let me take it back. So when everybody was quick to say Will Smith was blackballed and blah, 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 I said, look, they're going to make him sit down for about six months. Then it's back to business. Y'all kept making content. Oh, he lost this gig. This is put on pause. He lost that gig. Will Smith lost nothing. Lost nothing. They greenlit Bad Boys 4, what, three months ago? Okay, Will Smith ain't hurting from that little Oscars thing. Because everybody's eating off the Oscars thing. Everybody's eating off of it. All right, let's go. Teresa Randall will not be playing Marcus Burnett's wife in Bad Boys 4. Okay? Now, she's not in the best health. We don't know what's going on with her. We don't know what's going on with her. It hasn't come out yet, but she's been recast, unfortunately. And guess who's playing Martin's wife? In Bad Boys 4. Does anybody have a clue? Does anybody have a clue? I'll tell you. Tasha Smith. 
Yes, Tasha Smith, the former ex-stripper. She has a twin sister. Atlanta's finest, I suppose. She's always the loudmouth black woman yelling at Marcus in every Tyler Perry film. She's going to play Marcus Burnett's wife in the next Bad Boys 4 movie. Oh, my Lord, of all the women y'all could have picked. Y'all, who, who did she? You know what? Yeah, Atasha Smith. Tasha Smith, Marcus, Marcus, Marcus. Oh, my Lord. Let's continue. All right. Now, here's the footage that everyone got. This woman does not look well. Does not look well. A different moment. Okay. Damn, man. I'm trying to see her. That woman does not look well. I'll run it back for y'all again. Oh shit, I don't want to do this. I don't want I wanna do this. Okay, fine, we can do it this way. This woman does not look well. Oh, it's not gonna play it's sound. Give me sound. Oh. Oh man. Okay, let me get out of here. This woman does not look well. Now you see why they kind of had to move on to somebody else. Ah, damn it. Are you going to give it to me now? You're going to give me a sound? No sound? Son of a bitch. All right, either way. So her former manager said, um, he said that's definitely her 100%. Uh, former manager and publicist who worked with Teresa Randall addressed a viral video that seemed to show the actress seated in a walker, sparking concern amongst Fans admit news that her role in the upcoming Bad Boys movie has been recast. Uh, okay, the video making its rounds had no audio and seemingly showed Randall chatting with locals on the streets, wearing a Disneyland sweater, plaid pants, a baseball cap, and gloves. Okay. This woman does not look well. Neil was unable to confirm if she was homeless or just visiting the area, stating that she didn't appear to be in a bad way to him simply based on the video. She lived in Beverly Hills when he represented her, but somewhere along the line, her number changed and her email address is no longer working. All right. So prayers out to her. Hopefully she's, she's okay. And this is the bad day, but if you're in a Walker at this point, you know, beautiful woman beautiful woman beautiful woman extreme yeah 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 she was gorgeous 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 definitely health issues you know so hopefully it's nothing too bad but I don't know man I don't I don't know all right that's my last Hollywood story article covering. Now let's get to some nonsense. Now what nonsense should I give y'all right now? I'm going to save the Keisha content for the very end. What is this? Okay, wait. 
Nope, move all my Keisha content for the end. Oh, you know what? Okay, we'll play this one here. Let me move all my Keisha content. Let me move all my Keisha content. <laughs> all right. Does anybody care about Google's and the AI? I mean, at this point, man, AI, it's, only, it's off and running. But let's go. Let's go. AI systems are teaching themselves skills that they weren't expected to have. How this happens is not well understood. For example, one Google AI program adapted on its own after it was prompted in the language of Bangladesh, which it was not trained to know. We discovered that with very few amounts of prompting in Bengali, it can now translate all of Bengali. So now all of a sudden, we now have a research effort where we're now trying to get to a thousand languages. There is an aspect of this which we call, uh, all of us in the field, call it as a black box. You know, you don't fully understand. And you can't quite tell why it said this or why it got wrong. We have some ideas, and our ability to understand this gets better over time. But that's where the state of the art is. You don't fully understand how it works, and yet you've turned it loose on society? Yeah, let me put it this way. I don't think we fully understand how a human mind works either. Listen, you have human history to, to, to map out how that human mind works. I mean, what, what do you, don't be disingenuous, uh, Roxine. All right. Uh, Listen, pick up a plasma rifle and join the resistance. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. Pick up a plasma rifle, join the resistance. <laughs> all right all right all right man listen it's it's on and popping it's on and popping it's on and popping okay now we're gonna get to some nonsense but this is serious right here uh, let's take a moment to be serious because the pain in this man's voice this man's this man damn it started crying on air let's continue sure if you noticed but that's me behind governor Westmore when he signed the child relocation bill into law this was brought to light because of my story. And now it's time to share it. I've talked about the relationship I have with my daughter numerous times with you through this camera. And right now I can say my daughter no longer lives in the state of Maryland because two years ago, this bill didn't exist. You see, just like some of you, I filed the emergency hearings when my daughter was moved out of state without my permission and despite having joint legal custody. More than five months would pass by before I got a court date. By that time, it was too late. My daughter was enrolled in an out-of-state school. So basically this bill, I believe it's in Maryland. It's in Maryland. Maryland signed a new bill saying women cannot relocate uh, children with custody, with non-custodial parents. You just can't take them out the state like you used to. All right. So Maryland, shout out to Maryland. You can no longer take children out of this state without the dad's permission or giving them a heads up or something to that to that extent all right let's continue and a judge believed because so much time had passed by it wasn't in my child's best interest to move back to maryland only to enroll her in another school i remember calling my colleague adam longo i mean crying because my daughter wasn't coming back you see when my daughter was here i was involved in everything she did that's what parents should do that's what I still do, but I'm not a spring break holiday or summer break kind of dad. 
I'm more than that. That's why this child relocation bill is so important. I know I'm not the first to experience this and I won't be the last, but I do know because of this Maryland bill, fewer parents will have to feel the pain, the emptiness. All right. Okay. Shout out to Maryland. I mean, if you care, shout out to Maryland. Okay. Uh, let's see. Show the part on 60 minutes about AI side of books. Right? Yeah. 60 minutes. Don't play about that footage. I'm it's going to, Anytime you play anything from 60 minutes, CBS will, will strike that shit or copyright that shit. So eventually after I process this stream, CBS will send me a copyright notification and I will have to clip that part of it out of this stream. So no. But if, but you're not a content creator, so you would know that. And I wouldn't expect you to know that, but no. Uh, let's continue. Let's continue. Oh, you know what? Okay, let's get to, let's get to foolishness. What do you guys want first? Do you want... <laughs> uh oh, hold on. My bad, my bad. Where we at? Where we at? Okay. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna do some effery. Do you want where is it at? Do you want trans effery? Or do you want Deontay Wilder effery? So do you want trans effery? Or do you want Deontay Wilder effery? I'm right, slide right in the book. <laughs> Yeah, they, yeah, they don't, they don't understand. They'll listen. That shit will, that shit will turn red before the shit even done processing, right? Yeah, CBS does not f around with their with their content at all, at all. You heard the big AI of him spitting in. Oh yeah, I got it. I got the uh, the Biggie version of yeah, yeah. AI Biggie, yes. AI Biggie go hard. Listen, AI Biggie. Somebody's going to do an AI Biggie covering the best rap songs and it's going to be a fire ass album <laughs> somebody right now is working on an ai biggie album can you imagine ai biggie doing uh 
what song is that? It ain't hard to tell. Right? I, yo, no one could do no one can replace Nas on his own shit. But could you imagine an AI biggie doing it ain't hard to tell? I excel, then prevail. The mic is contacted. I attract clientele. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I'm here for it. Listen, whoever hears my voice, somebody. Give me a the biggie the AI biggie doing it ain't hard to tell. That's all I ask. That's all I ask. Yeah. Sneaking Uzi on the island in my army jacket lining. <laughs> yeah, AI Drake cooking too. AI Drake cooking. <laughs> A.I. Drake cooking, but the A.I. Biggie, yo, listen. Yo, you give me A.I. Biggie over uh over uh only built for Cuban links, incarcerated scar faces or something like that, criminology. Give you know, I'm there for it. I'm there, I'm there for it. So we wanna do what we wanna do, we wanna do Deontay Wilder. Let's do let's do Deontay Wilder. <sighs> now this should have never happened. There is no excuse for this. There is no excuse for him to be jammed up like this. Everybody knows. Everybody knows there are two states you do not want to get jammed up with gun charges in. It's New York and California. Everybody knows this. What was this man thinking? Or, or, or was Deontay Wilder set up? Because he will not capitulate. Was Deontay Wilder set up because he would not capitulate? Everybody and their grandmama know. Don't get caught with guns in California. Everybody knows this. That's what you guys see. Exactly. I believe he was set up too. I believe he was set up as well. There's no way this man is just, just, just careless. But let's continue. Let's continue. And this happened a couple of days ago, so I'm really late on it. He said, this fool here. And now, now, I want to give him credit that he's not as dumb as he looks. Okay, let's, let's, let's be honest. When he made that speech about the slaves and the slave ships, and he was like, to this day, to this day, did he strike you as, a very, as, a, as, as an intellectual person? Did... Do you think you could have a high level discussion with De- Deontay Wilder about politics and economics? Yes or no? Does Deontay Wilder look like <laughs> Oh no, Mark said it. Oh, Mark, I kicked it with him one night in the club and he is pretty slow. Oh. So you confirm what I'm, what I've always thought. Okay. Okay. You confirm what I always thought. He doesn't even fight intelligent man. Okay. This Negro on Twitter said, I'd rather be safe than sorry. The end. No, bro. California is not the place 
to get caught up on gun charges. Oh, no. Deontay Wilder spent two, part of his Tuesday morning locked behind bars. Uh, the boxer was arrested in, in L.A. following a routine traffic stop. Wilder was pulled over in Hollywood around 11, 1.15 a.m. Uh, after LAPD officers claimed his Rolls Royce windows were illegally tinted and his license plate was obstructed. <sighs> During the cop and the stop, cops say they smelled an odor of burnt marijuana coming from his ride, so they searched the car. Sources say then they found weed and a 9 millimeter in the vehicle and put Wilder into custody. We're told the six foot seven fighter was cooperative and nice throughout the whole ordeal. What, what, why? 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 He was booked on a charge of possession of a concealed weapon. Jail records show he bonded out at 6.34 a.m. What are you? Oh, my God. Okay, you know what? Let's see what the, what, what the, what the, what the penalty is that for. Um, possession of concealed weapon. Let's look that up. Let's look that up. Let's look that up. Let's look that up. Hey, let's see. What is he? What, are, what is he looking at? What is he looking at? Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Most first-time criminal offenders will be charged with a misdemeanor offense. If you are convicted of a misdemeanor charge for carrying a concealed weapon, you could you could face one year in jail, a fine of no more than one thousand dollars. And summary probation. Okay. Okay. Not as bad as I thought it would be. Not as bad as I thought it would be. Penal code. You know what? What you going to talk about? You going to tell me? You going to break it down for me? Break it down for me, sir. California penal code makes it a crime to carry a concealed weapon in your vehicle or on your person. And... It doesn't matter if the weapon was loaded or unloaded. And in fact, if you have even an unloaded weapon that you're carrying openly, that too is illegal now because California's open carry laws have been rescinded. So even openly carrying a, an unloaded weapon is something that can get you arrested. But if the weapon is concealed, then it's treated more seriously. Normally, the crime of carrying a concealed weapon is only a misdemeanor, carrying up to one year in county jail. However, uh -oh. if the gun was loaded and unregistered, or you're a gang member, uh -oh. or the gun was stolen, or you have certain prior criminal convictions, then the prosecutor has discretion to file it as a felony. And as a felony, you could face up to three years in state prison. Mm. There are certain people who are exempt from this law, and those include peace officers, military personnel, gun shop owners, and of course, people who have a, a permit to carry a concealed weapon. Mm -hmm. But for most of the public, you're not allowed to have a concealed weapon, even mm -hmm. if it's unloaded. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for that. Uh, Shoes Law Group, thank you for that information as I send this mofo money that I don't have. Ping, 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 ping. Uh, where are we at? Where are we at? Okay. All right. Thank you, Shoes Law Group, for that informative information. Now, that's every part one.
Are you ready for every part two? We've all seen the video. We've all seen the video. Science, a science, ladies. What have I? What do I always say? The universe is going to learn you. The universe is going to learn you. Science is going to learn you. All right. Matter of fact, let me pull this up real quick. This is what y'all need to understand. Science is going to remind you every time, every time. All right. Science undefeated. Science is undefeated. Okay. Science is undefeated. <laughs> Wait, why is everyone saying she was beautiful? She didn't know. I, I don't know. I'm late with your comments. I don't know. Okay. Ladies. Science is going to remind y'all. Okay. All those studly women that walk around with strap-ons in their pants. You know, I listen. <laughs> Have you ever been to a stud strip show? Let me let me pull it back on me real quick. Ha have y'all ever gone to a stud strip show? I had the displeasure many, 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 many moons ago of being invited to a stud strip show. You know what, guys? This is what I would I would implore y'all to do just for shits and giggles. Go to a stud strip show. You're not going to learn anything. No, no, no. You're not going to gain no magical insight on the psyche of women and all the. It's not going to put you up on game. No. Go to a stud strip show. And watch how hard and over the top these women try to act like men, right? They even try to strip like men, right? Cause I've had guys, guy friends that, you know, escorts for women and strip for women, whatever the case may be. And I always found it funny that the studs would try to imitate the way the men strip for women. But then you go to a real strip club and you see how the women women would strip even for women. It is night and day. It is a stark, stark difference. When you see a bunch of women <laughs> that clearly work out and clearly are on steroids that have six packs with black and brown strap ons. And you're looking at these women literally get turned on by this. It is a sight to behold. Once you see stuff like that, it's almost like, well, shit, I was tripping this whole time off women. You understand? It's, it's events like that, that make you sit back and be like, yeah, these women, they don't know what they want. They go from this to this in, in split second. And once you understand that, I guarantee you the stresses of dealing with women almost lift off your shoulders. You understand? 
you got women sucking the strap, right? And then the studs like, oh yeah, it feels good. Feels good where, bitch? <laughs> when you see this shit, it is the dumbest. It's comical, but they be so serious with it. You know, they try to pick him up and toss him around. And I just be like, you got to be kidding. Like, really, men? I tell, I, I'm listen. Yes, the power of indifference is a game changer. The more indifferent you become to these women and their whims and their silly, flighty nature, I promise you the better off your life will be. Anywho, let's get back to the science. Let's get back to the science. Man, listen, bro, you just have to go. You have, listen, put it on your bucket list. I, I promise you, you're going you're gonna to look at these women like, are you seeing? Almost not, not even worth the effort. You're like, you come to a realization like, you know what? They're not even worth the effort. The gender. It ain't even just black women. Well, no, nah, I see. I don't want to say that shit. I don't want, listen, I don't want to pick on black women, but you're not seeing this with white women. You're not seeing stud shows with white women like that, Asian women like that, Hispanic women like that, Indian. You're not seeing this shit. You only see this the majority of times with black women. Even the white studs are as are are not as as extreme as black studs. You know what I'm saying? Black studs will grow the dreadlocks and then cut the hairline. And and you know I'm still get on horn they'll get on hormones and, and sustenol in the gym three times a day, building muscle and shit. And the voice gets low and always grabbing the crotch. It's just like you guys are a caricature of, of what you think manhood is. That is not manhood. That is not masculinity. <sighs> okay, let's get to the science. Let's get to the science. Let's get to the science. Come on. Learn this science lesson today. If your child oh. has diabetes, oh, you'll no. love how easy. Oh, no. Okay. Wait for this ad to play and we're going to get to the science. Because somehow y'all done convinced the world that, you know, let's just get into it. Are you not going to play? Starting at around 5.30. Not on the agenda, though, is the reason why there's an overflow crowd here. Parents from Martin Luther King High School want to know more about these fights that were started allegedly by a transgender student. There have been multiple fights. Take a look. Two students arguing at Martin Luther King High School. It's unclear who started the fight, but the tall student is said to be trans. There's pushing and shoving, and eventually another student jumps in and fists fly. Parents and students say the tall student identifies as trans, and that gave the student access to the locker room and bathrooms designated for females. Yeah, she is homeschooled. This parent didn't want to be identified, but says she's pulled her daughter out of school for her safety. 
the fights that are unacceptable, the things that she does encounter, other students have encountered, um, walking in the bathrooms, PE, um, just the acceptance is fine. Fine, she says, but claims the school is doing too much to accommodate a couple of trans students. She's complained but got no satisfaction. And everything was on the hush-hush. Well, they didn't want to talk to you. They didn't want to talk to us about it. Students say fights are an every week occurrence, but the last two fights involved this one trans student, adding fuel to the fire, rumors of the trans student's behavior. And then he's also in the girls' locker room using girls' restrooms. He spit on my friends that are girls, females, and uh, he, he shows his genitals in the, the locker room. What? This is another mother who wanted to stay anonymous. She has a female sophomore student and believes the trans student presents as masculine, and that should be enough to keep them away from the teen girls. But she tries to understand the trans student's struggles. They're obviously acting out because they obviously mentally are probably just have a lot of emotion, they have a lot of feeling going on, and they probably don't know how to deal, handle what's going on and how they're being treated. <laughs> But the mom also says this is not an acceptable way to handle their feelings. Riverside Unified School District released a statement this afternoon that says that the student, the trans student at the center of those fights will no longer attend Martin Luther King uh, High School. But I talked to a couple of parents. I'm not sure that that is enough to satisfy them. Reporting live in Riverside, Susan Hirasuna, Fox 11. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but he, he, I, there's so many things wrong in this footage. Now, why is the little the little pale girl? Because she's toe to toe with this guy. This is why science. I love science. Science is gonna remind you of your natural of your of the natural order of things. Okay. Once again, why is the little girl all in the trans face? Sit your ass down. I, it's hard for me to feel bad at this point. Right? This is the only way men can get, get back. And if a man says, you know what? I can't legally go out here and punch a chick in the face. But guess what? I can identify as a woman. Come into women's spaces. Agitate them. Aggravate them. Poke and prod. And get a response. And then I can unleash my manhood on them. That's exactly what you see going on in, 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 in the culture. Right? It's not about these men couldn't compete with other men. We're past all that. These men, these to these today's young men, I saying, okay, look, we're gonna take a page out of their playbook. They want to come into our yards. Let's go into their yards. Let's identify as women. Go into their spaces, agitate them, and get a response, and then unleash. It's a simple play, but let's continue. Let's continue. Why are you? It look at this. That's a foot difference, right? Roughly a foot, a foot and some change. She has to crook her neck to look up at this dude. Did you, did she really think she was going to be able to win this fight? See, this is where the feminine nature needs to come in. Bitch, sit your ass down. This is not a fight you can win. Sit down. Sit down. The parents did this child a disservice. See, the parents didn't teach this child the natural order of things. You understand? But let's continue. Yeah, California, you ain't getting no guns out here <laughs> unless you're toting illegally. Good luck with that. Let's continue. <laughs> look at how she has to crook her neck up to look at this dude. He has a foot on her. 
He has a foot on her. And she still won't back down. Now, you expect me to feel bad for her at this point, regardless of how the fight, how the argument took place, regardless of who's right in the, in the wrong. At this point, you're putting your life in danger. At this point, you're putting your life in danger. Stand down. Live to fight another day. Yeah. Yeah. But let's can, let's let science play it out for us. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Now, once again, if he really wanted to go ham on the girl, he could have. Look how that's a foot and almost a foot and a half. We're talking about what? 14 inches of height difference. And God knows how many pounds difference. And yes, she's a chihuahua in the face of a, a Tibetan, Tibetan mastiff. And, you st- and then here come the little black girl. Now you about to get your ass whooped for the little pale girl. You know what? Uh, uh, science, y'all. So what ends up happening is <laughs> she gets drugged. <laughs> she gets drugged as she rightfully should. I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad. It's hard for me to feel bad at this point. Sorry. Sorry. Listen, that kick in the ball shit don't work. Y'all watch too many movies. Y'all watch too many movies. It's too small of a target. That shit does not. Please don't try that, that dumb shit in a fight. And, and it does not work in a fight. The target is too small. Okay. All right. I'm trying to learn y'all something. Don't watch movies. I think you're going to learn how to fight from watching movies. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't feel bad for what? What? Stand down. All right. What more effery do we have to get into? Let me see what I got for y'all. Okay, we got some more effery. I, I don't feel bad for, th- for these people here. Shaquille Barrett. I don't feel bad. Their daughter drowned in their pool. Two years old. You weren't doing your job, parents. I don't feel bad. Here we go. Our world will never be the same. Jordana wrote via Instagram on Wednesday, May 3rd, alongside photos of their late daughter who, from her second birthday party in April. All right. What kind of name? What? Come on, man. You got the white woman gave them the, the mixed babies, these dumbass names. Y'all done got the white woman giving, giving her mixed baby these, these goofy names. Araya. What is that? Or, is it Aria? Wait, 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 wait. Let me. Aria. Aria. Come on. Doing from the start. Doing from the start. Let's continue. Uh, Aria was the apple of my eye and my heart will forever be with hers. Uh, Aria was rushed to the hospital after falling into the family's pool that morning. The toddler was pronounced dead after doctors were unable to successfully revive her. I don't feel bad. I love you so much, my baby. I am so sorry, Jordana, who also shares sons Shaquille Jr. and Braylon and daughter Aaliyah. Jesus, man, how many Aaliyah? Okay. 
with the football star. Until we see each other again, please watch over your siblings and mama and dad, dad. We love you forever and ever always. Listen, now listen, I may lose some of y'all. I may lose some of y'all tonight. 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 You know what? I'm gonna I'm not gonna be quiet. I'm just gonna be quiet. The NFL player's wife of eleven years, who is also his high school sweetheart, added. I can't wait to see that precious smile again and just hug you so close. I would do absolutely anything. She concluded there is no Barrett six without you and we will forever hold your place down here until we all meet again in heaven. I love you forever and always. Oh my Lord. So who was watching the kid? It doesn't say. The little one's death is not believed to be suspicious in nature at this time. However, the outlet reported that an investigation into Arya's passing is ongoing. The dead is currently being, wow, they called it her dead. The dead is currently being treated as a purely accidental and tragic accident. Bruh. Watch your kids, man. I don't feel bad for these people. I don't. Watch your kids. So, I mean, it really doesn't even say how or what. You know what? I could be mean, but I'm not going to do that. Okay, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go there. Listen, biracial people. Just because you're biracial does not automatically guarantee you're going to be good looking. Okay. Some of y'all going to be like, Sly, but she can grow into her looks. Well, right now, she ain't looking too cute. I'm sorry. T.I. and Tiny showed y'all that light-skinned or biracial people can be ugly too. Because half of T.I.'s kids, they're not lookers. Don't play with me. King looks like Fraggle, old girl from Fraggle Rock. And ain't that what we say? Ain't that what we out here saying? That King looks like little... Come on, man. Don't, hey, uh-uh, uh-uh. Let's not play. Where, where's the lie? Where's the, where's the lie? Listen, I will dis a live. Okay, you know what? I got time. Uh, let me find a, a live, light-skinned, biracial child to diss. Let's look, let's look at T.I.'s kids. Because I, I, anybody can get it. T.I.'s kids. Really? Really? This is a good-looking, light-skinned, mixed kid to y'all? Light-skinned kid? This is a good-looking kid? Uh, yeah, all light brights ain't cute. Y'all better stop this, li this lie. All light brights ain't cute. Matter of fact, who's the girl from Fraggle Rock? Where's she at? What's her name? Wendy? Wendy? Fraggle Rock. Is that her name? Well, don't play with me. This is what we're talking about. Oh, her name's Red. Her name's Red. That's 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 what we're talking about. So is that good is that good enough for y'all? 
King is the outlier. Y'all better stop this nonsense. <laughs> Y'all better stop this nonsense. Y'all know a cute kid when you see a cute kid. Let's not do this. But I want to get to how did a child fall into the damn pool? Let's see. After drowning in a pool at the couple's residence on Sunday morning. So, wait. All right. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. These is kids. Uh-oh. Oh, no. For real? Y'all, y'all want to, y'all, do y'all really want me to... You mean to tell me this this man's kids? Listen, I'm not a geneticist. I don't work in DNA. I don't know karate. But I know crazy. Y'all mean to tell me this this man's kids? Conspiracy sir is is this this man's kids yeah. <sighs> Ezra Miller's kids <laughs> y'all wanna that's this what we own huh this what we own this this what we own huh this what y'all wanna bring to my doorstep at 7.32 p.m. Guess what we doing right now, huh? Okay. Okay. I, I'm waiting for y'all to say, Sly, you wrong. I'm waiting. What? No? See, no, nah, no. Nah, we don't want to hear what these, about these excuses, Tavares. We don't want to hear all that shit. You got four chances to get it right. You got, you got four chances to get it right. I don't want to hear that shit. Talking about punted squares. I don't want to hear all that. Man, listen. This, this is what we doing? That's what we doing. This is this, this what we doing, huh? Okay. Yeah. For real? Don't look like the mama. Don't even look like the dad. Boy, boy, boy. Somebody got some explaining to do, Lucy. 
Lucy. Do we have some explaining to do? I've, I've been rewatching season one of the Mayans just in time, huh? Just in time. Maybe those are her sister's children. No. No. No, we're not going to do this. We're not going to do this. Okay, y'all want to look up his Instagram? Okay, I got you. I, I got time. I got time. This is this is uh this is IG right here. It's gonna let me log in. Okay, now let's look at the parents. Let's play dumb real quick. Let's look at the parents. Okay. Let's look at the parents. Let's play dumb together. Let's walk this down together. Okay. He said S E M South Park Mexican brother. Each and every one of you has a special reserve skybox seat in hell. We're not gonna be at the fifty yard line. We're gonna be in a skybox in hell. Okay. Let's let's walk it. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. I mean, if, well, he passes the green line test. I'll give him that. This one, he clearly passes the green line test. But let's continue. We're here for the kids. We're here for the kids. We're here for the kids. Let's get out of here. Let's do, let's go to the kids. <sighs> Baby girl headed to her first concert. I'm so excited for her. My two beautiful girls. Love. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I mean, let's let's keep this thing going. I mean, I, I have no place to go. I mean, I have no place to go. Okay. Okay. I got time. So this is this is the wife, right? Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Let's see a little, a little, a little Juanito. Oh, little Juanito. What are you? Oh, oh, what are you doing? Oh, oh, that's so nice. Little Juanito. Okay. Let's continue. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Huh? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So they must be twins. The boys. Okay. Listen, I'm one of those parents that, um, you know what? Okay. Clearly they're twins. It's a girl. So they all the kids big, huh? So you ain't got one skinny child. You ain't got one skinny child. All the kids big. I mean, y'all gonna be like, what is his daddy? They bad. They daddy big. Genetic slot. I mean, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I mean, that's what we do. That, that's what we gonna do. Uh oh. Let's go. Uh oh. Green line failure. Green line failure. Uh oh. Tom Brady dominating, dominating the picture. Tom Brady doing what he does. Dominating. Dominating. That's a fail, bro. Let's see what else. Is there anything else? 
This is the picture we saw. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Oh, look. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's slide you wrong. Slide, don't do this. Slide, stop. Don't do this. Slide. Shut your ass up. All the kids big. Okay, so they're not twins. So these were back to back. Back to back. Okay. All right. They all got guts. Okay. All right. All right. Y'all done playing with me right now? Y'all done playing with me? Yeah? Y'all done playing with me right now? <laughs> the El Chapo kids. Y'all done playing with me right now? Okay, okay. Husky. That's, you know, you from the 80s. You use the term husky. Because that was an actual size. Husky. Yes. Uh, Lee jeans had husky sizes. Levi's had husky. It actually used to be an actual size called husky. Indeed. Indeed. Con yeah, yeah. Shout out to my old heads. Husky. Yeah. Now they say chunky. No, no, baby, you husky. Right? All right. Last two stories, and we're going to get up out of here because... Y'all done turn this into a whole mess. And YouTube is going to be like, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be like, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Pants come in the husky. Paco more in the wife's lawn. You know what? <laughs> right. Big bone. You seen the Mario? Yes. I love the Mario movie. Awesome movie. It deserves to, to make a billion dollars. How could you not see it make a, a, a billion dollars? Okay. You remember Husky Jeans? Okay. I used to be called Husky. Okay. Okay. Maybe she added cereal to the box. Ma'am. Do they still do that? Do we still add cereal to the bottles when we feed babies now? Is that, is that still a thing? Okay. Why is that still a thing? I thought that was, I thought it kind of died off. Okay. Let's do this. Let's talk some music industry. Shout out to Ed Sheeran. I was worried he's going to lose this trial. I was worried, but the white man's court got it right. The white man's court got it right. Let's go. Let's go. We empower those who act. Y'all made this man miss his dead grandmama funeral. Y'all made this man miss his dead grandma funeral for this. I'd be so pissed. I would be so pissed. I would be so pissed. This man should be ironing right now. Yeah. 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 Can you see him in there? I would have been so pissed.
Here he comes. All right. Where'd he go? He's about to walk through the mats. Yeah. Okay. So if you didn't know he won, he was found not liable. All right, this man was supposed to be in Ireland for his dead grandmama funeral, but yet he had to come back here and play with y'all in the sandbox. Oof. Sheeran 32 admitted the night before at the premiere of his uh, first new Disney Plus docuseries that he would not be in attendance at her funeral due to the court proceedings. So I got a documentary coming out tomorrow. I got the album coming out Friday. I start my tour on Saturday. My grandmother's funeral tomorrow. I'm still in this court case. Terrible. 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 So in closing argument, Sheeran's lawyer focused on how the arrangement of common chords. We talked about this. The arrangement of common chords in the song were also used by many artists. I am a prophet. Attorneys also argue there was no similarities in melodies or pitch and that the songs were very different. Indeed, they were. Additionally, subjecting artists to fear the usage of common chord progressions used for centuries prior could prevent future artists from writing new music out of concern for litigation. I am a prophet. Ben Crump was attached to this case, y'all. Ben Crump detailed how Townsend's legal team prepared seven years for this case. Ben Crump, he has, he will do anything for money. Did anybody know that he was attached to this case? He was on the Townsend side. You cannot copyright chord progressions. You cannot copyright melodies. You cannot copyright tempo. You can't copyright scales. Come on, man. Stop. Stop. 80% of your songs use the same three chord progressions. Hell, I was just listening to Unchained by Van Halen. And that opening riff by Eddie Van Halen sounds very similar to Kiss's um, Got to Choose. I'm just sitting there like, God damn. Now, we all know Kiss came before Van Halen. And I'm not saying Eddie Van Halen riffing off of, uh, off of Ace Fraley. But I sure was like, this sounds very similar to Kisses. Got to choose that opening riff. But that's another story for another day. Let's continue. He stated that Sheeran writes up to 10 songs per day and couldn't ensure any of the music wasn't copied, whether intentionally or unintentionally. Crump also relayed that it was likely he didn't independently create thinking out loud. Well, he'd say he had a co-writer, Amy Wager. Yeah, Amy Wage. The song was co-written by Amy Wage, but she is not named in the suit because she's not a big enough name. Y'all, y'all is looking for money. And the court said no. When the father too took the stand earlier this week, he said he found the lawsuit frustrating and insulting because he works hard to write his own music. Sheeran also slammed the plaintiff's music expert saying Dr. Stewart gave a horrible depiction of thinking out loud. I know he's wrong because I wrote it myself. 
Four women and three men serve as jurors in the bifurcated trial if jurors found in favor of Sheeran, the case is over. If the jury sides with the plaintiff, a new trial begins immediately after the verdict with, with the same jurors deciding damages. Okay. I feel like claims like this are way too common now and have become a culture where a claim is made with the idea that a settlement will be cheaper than taking it to court, even if there is no basis for the claim. It's really damaging to the songwriting industry. I believe this, this uh, verdict was like the makeup or the I'm sorry for the Robin Thicke Pharrell um, case. Because if you go back and listen to Blurred Lines versus uh, Sexual Healing, two different songs. And it's even more glaring than th this version, uh, than, th than this uh, copyright suit here. Right? But once again, non-musical people you know see things one way which is fine but i don't i don't take the the opinions of non-music people serious because they don't have the ear for anything they don't know what <sighs> yes cultural appropriation it's almost like yeah yeah it's like a civil case almost you don't you don't need much to prove in a civil case this is basically what, what, this, what this was for, for the you know music version of it um let's see let's see did he speak he didn't speak i want to see him so let me see here we go with the chords where are they at where are they at the chord these chords are common building blocks which were used to create music long before let's get it on one was written and one will be used to make music long after we're all gone they are a songwriter's alphabet, our toolkit, and should be there for us all to use. No one owns them or the way they are played in the same way. Nobody owns the color blue. Exactly. 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 I'm so glad he won this case. Okay. I know what I'd be talking about, about this music thing. I know a little, I know a little stuff. I know a little bit. Okay. Let's get to the final story of the day. Vice. Now, whether you are fan or, or foe of Vice, Vice, I think did this to themselves. Um, Vice, them hit pieces they, 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 they produced. I think this is what did them in. Okay. All those hit pieces that Vice did on people for whatever reasons. I think this is, this is their just reward. The company has laid off staff and closed its flagship news program as it struggles to find a buyer once valued at $5.7 billion. The company laid off more than a hundred employees. Vice has been searching for a buyer for months. According to the NYT report, at least five companies are interested in acquiring the brand. A successful sale could fend off a bankruptcy filing, though the chances of a deal going through was described as increasingly slim. In 2017, they were valued at $5.7 billion by a private equity firm, uh, TBG. By the, but the company, media company is now likely worth a small fraction of that. 
In February, Vice secured $30 million in debt financing from Fortress Investment Group to help pay off millions of dollars in mounting unpaid bills. If the bankruptcy goes through, Fortress would likely gain control of Vice. The company would continue normal operations during a 45-day auction period with Fortress in the front position to acquire. The company, however, has failed to turn a profit for years, losing money and resorting to successful rounds of staff layoffs. Vice's brash reporting style helped define a new era, era of news starting in the mid-2000s that courted a younger audience while drawing hundreds of millions of dollars in investments from established media companies, including Disney and Fox. They did it to themselves, man. All that, dare we say, woke, that woke, go woke, go broke. Go woke, go broke. All right. All right. Get out of here. Get out of that. Okay. Are you ready for the Keisha content? Are you ready for the Keisha content? Let me know if you're ready for the Keisha content. Yeah. Yeah. Say it loud. Are you ready for some Keisha content? Shatira, thank you for the $10 on the cash app. Shatira's ready for some Keisha content. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Let's get into some Keisha content. Which one should I play for y'all first? Let me look. You know what? Philadelphia. Philadelphia, you guys are up first. I wish Lorena Littlejohn was in the chat right now, but she's not. When she sees this playback, Miss Littlejohn, this is for you. This is for you. Let's go. The five guy or a perkhead drug dealer with money. Wait, wait, wait. The question was, the question posed was, date a nine to five guy or a perk head drug dealer with money once again the question posed to these women date a nine to five guy or a perk head drug dealer with money let's go with what what does keisha tell us where do you think keisha's gonna go let's go that's right keisha olympics let's continue the five guy or a perk head drug dealer with money um, Perkhead. A Perkhead drug dealer with money. Perk drug dealer with money. <laughs> I'm with the Perkhead with the money. <laughs> a drag dealer. I like drug dealers. How bad is the Perk addiction? She said, how bad is the Perk addiction? <laughs> All you can do at this point is laugh and make fun. You don't need to do a three-hour, four-hour live stream with four or five other incel guys to discuss the nature of these women. All you can do is laugh and be like, that is funny. That is how you do this 
this Keisha, this is how you approach Keisha moving forward. This Keisha content. Please, no more three to four hour live streams with your incel homies. Y'all trying to dissect Keisha's behavior. Keisha gonna do what Keisha gonna do. Okay? Keisha gonna do what Keisha gonna do. Let's continue. Let's go to the next one. Let's go to the... Let's go to the next one. Which one should I play first? Let me see which one. Is this one? Oh, no. I'm saving this for last. Lord have mercy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We're gonna go with it. Oh, no. Wait, wait, wait. Ah, uh, you know what? Ooh, these are both pretty bad. No, no. We're gonna go with this one. We're gonna save the brown shower for last. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Once again, sit back, relax, kick your feet up, and enjoy this Keisha content. Because I want you to enjoy it. Not become enraged. Don't get upset. Don't be disappointed. No. You should have a non-emotional response to this to this Keisha content. I want you to enjoy the Keisha content. Let's continue. I don't got DP. I don't got... I done had three since I done did everything. So look, for the people that don't know what DP is, tell them what DP is. Double penetration. I like two dicks in my pussy. I like two dicks in my ass. I like one dick in my pussy, one dick in my ass. Whichever one y'all want to do, I'm with it. It's okay. That's fucking fire if you ask me. I hope so. Give him a 360. Give him a 360. Woo, give him a little twerk. How you feel about facial? Facials? Yeah. Anything goes. No limits here. No limits. You swallow or you spit? Baby, all the kids go. No kid left behind, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no child left behind, baby. <laughs> she said no. No child left behind. <laughs> These are the women that these men that that rejected these men. These are the women that said no, Eddie. No, Eddie. These are the women that said no, Bernard. No, Bernard. No. Enjoy. Enjoy it. And yes, no child left behind. Yes, her teeth are jacked, but guess what? Exactly. Exactly. Who spends hours a day with other men complaining about a class of women you deem beneath you? I'm just here to enjoy it because it's funny to me. This makes me laugh. Now, are you ready for the final, the coup de gras, the coup de gras? Of Keisha content tonight. Let's continue. Let's continue. I like giving rim jobs. I actually did it to see if he would like it, and he liked it, and I loved it. I think it was the reaction that I. Now, well, let me say once again, super duper humble. They did the pivot because now they go to the to the they go to the the porn conventions now. So, once again. These are not your regular schmegular women. The a majority of these women are sex workers or work in porn. So they are now going to the porn conventions, going to the, the, the X video awards, whatever the case may be. 
and you're interviewing women that do this on a regular as a profession. I don't think that's fair. I don't think it gives a proper insight because these women are normally paid to do this wild stuff. It would be, it would be more impactful if you had regular women admitting their deepest, darkest desires. It would have more of a punch. But this is why I say you just must enjoy the Keisha content for what it is at this point. And yes, the leopard print is making my, my force with her eye twitch, but let's continue. I shall soldier on for you guys. Let's go. Out of it. You eating eyes like you sucking the dick, licking the balls, the gooch. Yeah, come back up. You know, the triple A go back down. That's some gangsta shit if you ask me. Cat sound. Meow. The sound? <laughs> he wanted me to shit on him. And he beat his meat with it. So you shit it on his, like, chest? Yeah, and he rubbed it all in. He rubbed it in? Yeah, he rubbed it all in, and that was the moisture. Let's just say that was the Oh, oh so he, he jerked his dick with your shit? Yep. Brown shower. That's what they call it. Brown shower. How much brown shower is going for in 2023? I would say about three five, starting off. I respect it. Today it was like I think it was fifteen hundred, so it was inflation. Then shit went up. Okay. Okay, that's our Keisha content for the day. Once again, it would have more impact if these were regular schmegular women. But the majority of these women now are not regular schmegular. A lot of them are sex workers or they are in, involved in, in the porn industry, which kind of doesn't make it hit as hard. You know what I'm saying? It, it doesn't, it's not as shocking or as revealing, right? Okay. So, yeah. Hey, man, listen, I'm here to educate and enlighten I need to get you guys up to speed on what's going on out here because I don't want y'all to be left behind. That's my job to make sure y'all don't get left behind. Okay. If I don't do nothing else, I'm going to tell you what, what time it is out here. Okay. So. <sighs> I'm going to get out of here. I thank everybody that came through today that came through the watch and like or dislike or um, donated all that good stuff. I do this for y'all. I suffer so y'all won't have to. With that being said, I'm going to get out of here. And uh, <laughs> until next time. <laughs> Sensational.